Welcome to our review of the HBO miniseries show, Scenes from a Marriage. Scene 2, Polly. My name is Stevens. You'll hear Chris and I discuss and review this episode. We will share our opinions and analysis, which will include specific details, including lots of spoilers. You've been warned. We think you'll enjoy our review and be more engaged if you listen to our thoughts right after watching it. But if you haven't, you'll still be able to follow and it might cause you to watch it for yourself. Enjoy and thank you for listening. All right, Chris, why don't you tell us the name of the episode and how it kicks off? It's called Polly. Polly is polyamorous. It's spelled with an I, not with a Y. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we find out a bit later in the episode what or who is Polly. And it starts off again with the, the you know the camera crew coming in the house um, and, and a discussion. Right. So uh, maybe you, you had better notes, like exactly what start was, was the first. Uh, if you remember, he, he's, he's handling his daughter. He's at home alone. He puts the daughter to bed at some point and he goes upstairs to his new semi office. Yeah. watches something to relax him, if you will. <laughs> yes, and there's a little uh, uh, masturbation scene that uh, I wasn't going to use the word, but yeah, he hand, he takes care of himself. You assume the cutaway. He, watch, he opens his computer and clearly he's watching some adult entertainment. And which is interesting because you're like, hmm, what does that mean? Like, but that tells you the wife, he's either been gone for a while or, or maybe he just likes to do this on regular. You don't know, like his deal. Yeah, or, or, or it could be a, a seed of some, you know, dysfunctionality, not necessarily, but, you know, there is this question of if you're doing this, are you being satisfied or are you satisfying your wife? Is, is, you know, it's not necessary, but there is the seed, you know, what's, what, what is there in the sexuality that he does that after putting the, the daughter to bed, right? Not to be graphic, but I noticed what he was looking at. It was like big butts, like Latina style. And it's interesting that he has a very Caucasian, nowhere near that body type as a wife. So just for me, I was like, hmm, <laughs> is that what he's really into? Just, you know, <laughs> it was kind of interesting to that, that, that was the type of porn he was watching. That, that to me was, I don't know why I noticed that. It just was interesting. It, it gives you some kind of inkling that what really maybe drives him versus what he actually has. And the reason I mentioned that is because of the conversation they have later in the episode. To walk you down the scene. So he does that. He does his business. He goes down. It's late. It's around midnight-ish. He decides to put a, a meal together. You could tell he hasn't eaten for whatever reason. He tries to drink. You could tell he's just kind of living through the motions. The wife is supposed to come tomorrow. He tells the daughter that. But by the way, if you, I don't know if you remember this question the daughter asks. Because I remember this question. He's like, when is mommy coming? Oh, mommy's coming tomorrow. Like, da -da. how do you know mommy's coming tomorrow? How do you know that? How do you, are you sure she's coming tomorrow? I thought it was very interesting that the daughter questioned the dad about when mommy's coming. Yeah. Like, she didn't trust that mommy's coming tomorrow. So that to me was interesting. Like, I was like, that's a weird thing for a kid to ask. Like, why would you have doubt? Mommy's coming. Oh, okay, great. Go to bed. You sure mommy's coming tomorrow? How do you know mommy's coming tomorrow? So that was interesting right there. Puts her to bed, does his thing, comes downstairs, gets a meal together, has a drink to, I think he even sets up a drink. I'm not even sure or, or water. As he's doing that, the wife shows up when she's yep. supposed to come tomorrow. And that's where maybe you could lead us into. She comes in, 
It looks, you know, yeah. she comes in early, nothing big, no big deal. Hey, do you want something to drink? And go ahead. Yeah, they, you know, they, they have this normal routine. You know, she says why she's coming, you know, uh, back early. He's happy to see her. They, they have this conversation, which which lasts for a while, but you see something is off, right? So, you know, it is about the study. It's like, hey, you know, my new office, you know, is, is it okay? Because you started doing it, but now it's not finished. So should I just, it's halfway done. Should I put it back? Like, it's very like, a, you know, couples, nor, normal argument, right? But, but, but I, I think I think but I think he's he's hinting at things because one of the things you find out he's he's not clear at saying what he really wants to say. He's hinting at the fact she's never there. Yeah. The daughter gives you that clue. Are you sure mommy's coming? How do you know she's coming? And then he's inkling like, hey, you started this, but you didn't finish it. You're never really here. I don't want to mess up what you started. It's your project, but I don't know if I can because you're not even here yeah. to do it. So that's that's something he hints at. And that kind of breeds into something that finally helps her say what she really wants to say <laughs> she doesn't care she doesn't care about the study she doesn't care about him she says you know do whatever you want do like and you see her her, her body language as well and, and there's kind of uh okay so so what's up what does that mean and then and, and eventually there's there's a big reveal i don't know if you know exactly the words that 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 she said or how it comes up well the way i recall it is that she builds up to it she kind of says the way i recall she talks about and i may have it off but she 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 recalls about this event or dinner i'm not sure what it is it was a celebration where she was dancing he says wow you, you, you since when do you dance like exactly i haven't danced in a long time and mm -hmm. she danced and It, it, it was a work function, actually. So work after function. Work yeah, some kind of a, yeah, you're right. It's a work function. I think they just had it. They just made a deal or they something yeah. good happened. So this mm -hmm. was a celebration as well, not just a function, but they were celebrating a little bit. Yeah. Meaning it was alcohol. She drank a lot. She was dancing. She was actually letting herself loose because the fact that he says you never danced shows that it's something she hasn't done in a very long time, or at least with him anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're dancing and this individual approaches her, dances with her, and they talk and talk and talk. And then spoiler alert. Polly. <laughs> Polly is that guy. So who is Polly? That that's Polly. Yeah. And they, they and you know, they go back to the hotel and I remember him asking, Oh, you went to his room? No, my room. Like if you, you don't know if you yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. detail. I was like, yeah. no, my room. He's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> And you find out that was the beginning of an affair that she's having, including she's been having, including up until the minute that she's talking to her husband at that moment in the scene. Yeah. And because of that, she came early to pack her stuff and tell her husband that she's leaving him to go with Polly. That's and correct. that's that. And I, and, and, and I don't remember if she uses this word, but you get the sense that she's in love. You get the sense that. She's fallen for this guy. Mm -hmm. And the, the love that she had for her husband has not been there. It's definitely not there right now. It's gone. Yeah. And hey, I'm in love with this guy. I'm going to do what I want to do. And not only am I in love with this guy, I'm really, really mad about mad at you. Like you don't realize that at the beginning. But you, as they talk, Chris, it's a long. I mean, I, I couldn't believe They even tried to sleep. And she's mad at him because he didn't notice that she was feeling 
less and less or nothing that she that every day she was trying to feel something for him and she was feeling dead inside and that he wasn't excited for exciting for her anymore and that he wasn't doing anything about it and and he didn't know and she blamed him for not knowing that's part of it 100% the other part of it is she's angry at him because he doesn't feel it doesn't share his feelings like she's going through all this and she looks at him and says you're pretending the whole time you're so busy controlling how you're feeling how you're thinking you don't even see what i'm feeling and thinking and that's enraging her so they're disconnecting like if you're not feeling and you're not able to share that as a couple what happens you're going to go like this because yeah. we connect on an emotional level and if you it, it clearly what and we haven't we haven't learned what happened yet when they had the first child this was a major trauma i'll use that word to the relationship and probably individually but we're not sure there's some kind of trauma that happens to the couple that they talk about oh you know i and and there there's a constant apology to each other of what happened there i tried my best i tried to understand i was there it was two years if you recall they say two years she was in this trauma of where yeah. she was we 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 i suspect it's postpartum depression that's my yeah. suspicion we suspect maybe she had a physical issue with the birth that she suffered too as well maybe both it's hard to clear i lean towards postpartum depression based on what they say right that's my guess yeah. unless you heard something specific no i think you know but postpartum depression i wouldn't last normally two years that's but, that's but the I thing think, that's yeah. yeah so i think it must be part of that but there, there's this other thing that i think is also clear you know all the time that you see uh their daughter eva you see that the father is much more present and maybe that's also the thing for the last episode for the abortion like she's like i'm maybe not a good mother maybe like mm -hmm. i don't want another kid maybe i'm already like doing the bare minimum for this kid right and then you, right. you you remember like is mother gonna be home right you, you know like she's that's not right. there as a mother right she's not and and if you remember that's a good point chris because you go to episode one who gets who gets her to stop crying daddy yeah, yeah yeah right and you know it's like oh you're so good with her like i don't you know so you're right there is that dynamic but i just thought i just i was surprised because i didn't see it coming you know i was surprised at how much anger she had because if you look at the scene she's very angry for someone who's in love and happy and she's going to this person she's exhibiting so much anger so much hurt while contrary while in contrast in my opinion you look at him I saw a lot of sorrow. I saw a lot of pain. And yeah. you know what I also saw? And it ties into the beginning of the episode, loneliness. Yeah. He's lonely the whole time, but we didn't see it. And I don't know if he sees it yet. Mm -hmm. And that's coming out. They're in a marriage, but he's alone. Yeah. And by the way, so is she. But she's angry about being alone. She's angry that he's not noticing. He's just very sad and sorrow that he's alone. And it was very interesting dynamics because up until the very end, he's still sad and sorrowful and she's angry and ready to get out of that situation. And he's not. And it's and by the way, in my opinion, it's unhealthy for both of them to feel that way, even though it's different emotions, which is interesting. Yes, I, I would say that at the end, he does get a bit of anger when he calls um, when she leaves. Yeah, when she leaves. Yeah, but what he yeah. does, he's never distributing the anger and then i'm glad you bring that up I, i'm glad you bring that up because that's another observation i find part of her frustration is his reaction and emotion to her mm -hmm. 
I would suspect, and we don't know this, maybe she would have appreciated him being angry being instead mad, yeah, of being yeah, sad yeah, 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 yeah. and so <laughs> like in her mind damn it show me what you really feel yeah. he doesn't and, he holds back he's you, trying to please when you think about sorrow I mean, like i you know we're gonna jump up a, a bit to the end uh, to, towards the end of the but you know I, i just like almost tear up when i when i remember the scene where he's packing her stuff to go right? oh man <laughs> that was tough for me to watch too that was yeah. Because you know what he's doing? He's coping. Again, yeah. he's not dealing with the situation. So what is he he's doing? Left. He goes to, this is what I do. I do these things. I'm yeah. good at this. She's not. Yeah. I'm going to continue doing what I do. Yeah. And if you recall, this is enraging her more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my point. Like, he refuses to, to get out, uh, out of his way. He refuses oh, until the end. And you're right. The minute she leaves the house, we see the anger. Yeah. We see the true emotion finally erupt. <laughs> he, he refused to do it in front of her sure. to the yeah. point where he packs her, her bag. Like it's <laughs> it's incredible to the lengths he goes to to not let that out, not to truly feel it. It's yeah. And by the way, what he does not realize in this episode, what he's doing, that control, that, that packing it in and doing what I do is the Emotional. exact reason why she's leaving. Yeah, the exact reason why the marriage is because there's no passion. Bad. There's no. There's no. You know, like yeah. Let, let's kind of see what went wrong. So they talk about that, and then he's talking the, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cerebral. Yeah. <laughs> All his words are cerebral. Let's talk it out. Let's postpone this trip. Let's let's work it through. All cerebral. All in his head. Not here. Not connecting. And she's all emotion. She's all about what I'm feeling. I am feeling this way. And I'm also not feeling these things, by the way. On t- I, I'm telling what I'm feeling, what I'm not feeling. Yeah. What is he saying? He's not telling how he's feeling. You see it. And that's what drives her crazy. She's looking at him like, I see you're feeling a certain kind of way. But you're not able to give it to me. And I yeah. can't stand that anymore. I can't be in this anymore. I can't pretend anymore. I can't be this actress anymore of being in this marriage and faking it like you're faking it. I got to get dip out. And I got to dip out now, which is really dramatic in the terms of the scene that oh, she's yeah. leaving with not, not even 24 hours notice. Like in the middle of the night, she says it. That morning, peace out. I'm out of here. And yeah. that is tough. And, and I'm taking a flight to Tel Aviv and, and uh, going to be with Polly. And yeah, I don't know for the I'm viewers thinking. that you know, that's yeah. that's the bomb he drops. She, she yeah. drops, sorry, on him. I'm leaving for an infinite amount of time with my lover to another part of the world. Yeah, <laughs> tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's midnight. I'm telling you this. One o'clock in the morning. You figure out what you do with our daughter, with the household, and your life. Yeah, I'm out of here. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember Chris. Like I, I while I'm watching this. I, I guess maybe you know maybe, I don't know why I'm 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 taking his his point of view for some reason because maybe because I'm a guy and I'm enraged I'm like the fuck she's gonna do him like that like how dare she you know leave him like that this is really wrong this is really wrong what she's doing to him what she's doing right now this is how people get killed <laughs> Chris yeah how many yeah. times have you heard <laughs> domestic abuse situations yeah. it's serious people do the murder suicides you hear right mm-hmm. the the violence when does it typically happen break up someone leaves the house someone is trying yeah. to leave the house i thought and the and with the cheating it, and with another country and listen with the- <laughs> listen i thought what she did in my opinion was extremely dangerous to her and the kid however 
I re- I thought about it later. My initial this is my initial reaction. Like hot take at the moment. Like what the fuck she's doing is so dangerous. She a lot of men will completely flip in this moment because but not it's this highly. Guy. That's, that's the thing you learn. <laughs> that's the thing you realize. Like at the t- like me, I'm I'm like I would black out probably. Like I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, police half the cases they work on are domestic situations. Like if you look at what police work really is, half the times they go into th- th- for domestic abuse. It's highly charged. It's highly emotional. Highly painful. And unfortunately, men by ninety percent mark. It's not even close can sometimes turn violent. Women hardly ever turn violent, but men will turn to violence and it's a horrible situation. And to me, the reason I said that, it was the setup. Late at night, he's tired, alcohol, she drops the bomb, I'm leaving you. And by the way, I don't even fucking want you anymore. You're like nothing to me now. Yeah. It's so much so, I'm out of here tomorrow morning. That, I thought that was so dangerous. But then to your point, I thought about it, you know, calm down episodes over and every and then some of the she said wow she did that because she knew who she was doing it to yeah she actually is smarter than i think she knew what exactly what she was doing and it wasn't as dangerous as i my initial reaction watching show what wow, this is freaking dangerous and then i realized oh you know what she knows i can do this to this guy yeah and in <laughs> fact i want in fact i think she did it to see how he would react <laughs> it was totally on purpose. It wasn't accidental. It wasn't last minute, in my opinion. It was, yeah, let yeah. me see what's going to happen. Let me see if I can actually provoke him. I still couldn't provoke him. I'm out of yeah. here. I don't know. What do you think? I know I went long, but that, 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 no, 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 no. I was really feeling that. <laughs> I was enraged for him. And I'm like, bro, how is he not breaking? He, he's packing her bag. What's that bag? I'd be throwing it out the window. Like, what's going on here? This is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I think definitely uh, I didn't really see it in, in, in that way um, initially. But when you say, like, is she trying to get a reaction? And then you watch what happens in episode three, and we'll talk about that later. But it, was there something that she's trying to, to provoke? Yes, she is mad. You know, my, my kind of analysis at the first watch is this. She's mad, she's angry, but also she lost the feelings. So I don't think at that point she's trying to really get him to step up. Or I think she's like, no, I give this guy enough chance. I'm out. And, I, and I'm going to tell him to him straight because I know he's not going to do anything. And I need to, he's the father of my, my, my uh, girl and a wonderful father. And that's that. But I'm going to just tell him because I don't care if I hurt his feelings. I'm, I'm not trying to, pro- or maybe I'm trying to provoke a little bit. But in any ways, in whatever he says or do, I'm going with Polly and I'm out. Right. So I think that that was her kind of state of mind. But of course, she still shows the resentment. Like she's, you know, she's still saying. And then there's this talk about, yeah, he asked questions like what, you know, what went wrong? And then she says, a lot of things went wrong. Where were you? I was there. Where were you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and, you know, we're... Humans are complicated. Maybe she was trying to do a couple of things. We don't know, right? Because yeah. I really do think I have two. I have two competing ideas in retrospect. Because I told you what I thought at the time. That was what I thought at the time. Watching it, this is on purpose. This is incredibly dangerous, and she. she it's. It's. This, there could have been ramifications, but there wasn't. But then I thought about it, and I. I. I, I hear you there, but now I, I'm also thinking. 
she was trying to provoke a reaction. That's one theory. The other theory is maybe she, to your point, not she didn't care. And maybe she was desperate at the end. You know, like maybe, it, maybe my interpretation was how it came out, but maybe not her intent, to your point. Because she doesn't care, her sensitivity is not where it should be in terms of how he would react. But also, it sounds like a panic for her to that. She, she's so claustrophobic in this relationship when she was gone for don't forget she's gone a lot mm -hmm. so when she's gone a lot she's free and happy the minute she comes in the house she feels like this yeah, so I, yeah. I the the other theory is she feels that way and the conversation over the night and well, maybe all, all that actually reminds her of yeah i gotta get the fuck out of here maybe I, if uh, she was you know choked a little bit more in the bedroom that i <laughs> <laughs> if she got any kind of emotion from her husband or yeah. some type of you know instead of oh what do you want I, I'll, i'll do what you want what you want don't forget the, the abortion mm -hmm. his lack of this is a great another example and this this is my point about him not connecting emotionally she clearly sees he wanted a baby she clearly sees it hurt him and he's upset and he's angry about it But she, but she says, you didn't even want to talk about it for weeks after we happened. I could yeah. tell you felt that way and you still want emotion. You are <laughs> never yeah. connecting. And that's important. And that's that's a microcosm of the whole marriage to her. Mm -hmm. Okay, we made this decision together. But clearly you, you it hurt you more than it hurt me. And I, I saw you moping around the house for weeks. Yeah. But when I would ask you, you're fine. You know, and I think that just was like, okay, this is, this is I got to get out of here. Yeah, giving the you know the cold shoulder and 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 calling, which is uh, sulking, sulking, sulking. He's sulking yeah. around the house. Yeah, and and, and the, you know that's kind of the passive aggressive. You know, the, I'm sure passive aggressive, and it's the worst type of communication, right? So you know what we we point out, like, and that's kind of a you know if if you want to see that the you know this as something kind of a takeaway for a marriage. Because they ask, what's a successful marriage in the first innocence? And now, this is what unsuccessful marriage looks like. <laughs> 100%. You, you look for those clues. Communication, right? So, lack of emotional communication, lack of clear communication, uh, lack of connection and passion. Um, so, and you see that she was also not communicating, right? You know, she says that at that point, you know, what were you doing for those months, for those years? Well, why didn't she say that when that was happening? Why did she That's wait right. till the last point also, right? That's so right. he's not communicating. She's not communicating or, or, or their unhappiness or their, you know, and then this happens. And, and what's interesting for those viewers who are married <clears throat> or want to get married or, you know, have a partner, whatever the situation is, this is something you have to be cautious of. We use the word communication, right? If you remember in a scene, he says, let's talk it through. We always talk through things. So in his mind, Chris, they are, they are communicating. They're communicating mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like that's, in fact, he kind of almost says, that's what we do. We yeah. communicate, we talk things through. And then you realize he doesn't understand, or maybe he's not in tune with what true communication needs to happen within a couple. It's not a cerebral, I'm a professor. I give you information, you interpret the information and then you make better decisions. A um, relationship is a lot more deeper than that. It's not only cerebral. It is emotional. It is actually going inside and saying, 
how you feel, even if you may cerebral think it's wrong. Yeah. Right. This is what happens. Cerebral, yes. you're gonna say, I shouldn't feel this way. So I'm not gonna say that. That's that's an incorrect feeling, wrong feeling. But that's not the way it works. Your emotions are real. Yeah. You're gonna feel it. And by the way, you're not aware of it. They see the emotion, <laughs> and they see your mouth say this, your emotions say that, and that what that's what breaks the connection. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't see it. And when I say when they see that, it's not like obvious to the person. It's just over time, they feel less connected. They don't know why they feel less connected. Wow, I don't feel the same way as I did before. We talk more and more, we're talking up, but I'm not feeling it, why? Because it's not matching. Our eyes see one thing, I mean, sorry, our eyes see one thing, our ears hear a different one. They're not yeah. connecting. And I think that's what was happening. He's saying, again, he's professor, right? So he's very cerebral, I gotta control this. And by the way, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm a lot like him. I'm talking yeah. from a, from that perspective. It's something I'm working on as we speak to, to mm-hmm. be better at that. So I, I get what he's doing and I get why that is breaking the marriage. I yeah. get why that's creating a disconnect because they are not always in sync. And, and, and really the emotions, because he's not deep into his emotions, is why there's the disconnect. And you find out, do you remember how they meet? This is very important to know him. Right. If the way the just want to give a pause before before that you're saying that you know you're a bit like that and you're trying to get better. Well, just the fact that you're talking about it, so you're already opening up. So good on you. <laughs> yes, I am trying. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, you're saying the first episode. They talk about how they meet and how they became a couple and how they ended up being married. If you remember the story, there's zero drama. There's zero passion in the story. What's interesting about the story is they meet in a library. She's studying Jewish culture. I forget Orthodox Jewish. And he, at the time, is an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're interviewing and that's how they become friends. They somehow become a couple. It's not clear how. It seems like they fall into it. It doesn't seem like it was kind I, I of a romance. She was, she was dating some other guy as well or something. Yeah. If you remember, she says, I had a series of bad relationships before I met yeah. him. So mm-hmm. you see where she, that's where she's coming from. Bad relationships. He you learn zero relationships. It's very important when you think about how they manage their their, their situation. Then zero emotions, zero experience, um, Orthodox Jew. He alludes to, "Ah, I was planning to leave the the religion anyway. Okay, maybe. I don't know about that. But that helped, that that was your your, your way to hop out of it with her. Like she's your your friends, you build in a relationship. And then think about how they ended up deciding to get married, Chris. He has an asthma attack. They go to the emergency room and the doctors thought, oh, you're, that's your spouse. And that's when they were, they thought it was funny that they thought they were married. <laughs> and they said, oh, maybe we should get married. And that's how they get married. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so, um, there's no romance. Mm-hmm. There's no love affair. It doesn't mean it has to, it doesn't mean you have to, but from beginning to end, there is nothing there. They're just there because they're there. You know, and I think, and I think, and I think we, we all know people like that in, in, in our lives that, that just feel like they, they, uh, they go with the flow, the things they don't plan. People have a calendar. Accept. I need to get married by 25, kids by 30, right? They, they, That's they have the person. A hundred percent. So the reason I bring this up is because we talk about his emotional intelligence and how he's doing that. I, I have to give him not a pass. We have to understand why he's like that. What yeah. other relationship has he had before? 
who's told him how to communicate he's doing what he thinks is right because what his background is is i have to use my rational mind he talks about that a lot he loses yeah. rational you have to talk it through when she wants to leave he's saying it's crazy what you're doing this is irrational this is crazy talk right this is this is not a a decision of a person who's an irrational mind remember when he calls the friend and says, you know, how dare you? How could you have helped this? She must be having an epic, like he's thinking she's losing her mind. Let's talk about the call. So after all, and, and, and you know, there's so like, guys, if you haven't seen or rewatched this scene of this couple breaking up and, and trying to, you know, go to bed, not go to bed, talk it out, pack the, pack the stuff, air it out, pretend to go to bed, wake up again, talk, you know, like it's just crazy, right? <laughs> Like, the, you know, that scene is just... And as a child in, in bed during all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just crazy scene. And then after all this, he packs the bag, helps her go, but says, you know, please delay, please delay your flight. You know, we can do something. And she leaves and goes in a taxi. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I, I know they have to watch the scene, but she doesn't just leave. He practically begs pleads literally physically holds her from leaving it's really painful to watch from his perspective and dramatic for her literally has to be pulled away to leave the house because of that intent because that's the first time he gets really intense so now that intensity what does that do that cracks something open with him and that leads to the next scene so he goes i think to the basement because doesn't want to wake up the daughter and he finds peter from the episode one it's like peter you know my wife is leaving did did you know it's like no 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 no, not right away he asked for the wife first oh yeah 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 so he, yeah. he asked for kate yeah yeah so kate uh, she's leaving can you tell her that and oh you knew you knew so and then it comes back to my point where i was saying you know was she trying to get something from him no she was planning this she told her friends mm -hmm. that was serious she was done right at that moment you see oh damn that's deep other people knew that my wife was having an affair and that she was going to leave me and now i'm angry finally <laughs> are, you, are you sure that they knew she was going to leave they knew about the affair but did they know I, she was I don't know leave? if they knew That's exactly, the but they, they didn't seem surprised. Let's like my interpretation was they didn't surprise. They didn't, they didn't surprise actually, well, it's hard to tell what they're feeling because we're at least for me, I probably need to watch it again. I'm so into watching him, yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally start boiling over. Because don't forget, he realizes she knew, and then he's like, Wait, did, did Peter know too? Yeah. And he's like, And Peter, how could you not tell me? I talk to you all the time. You tell me, you tell me all kinds of minutia of shit in your relationship, but you can tell me about that. So now it, it it enrages him. But Chris, I just remembered something as we're talking about the conversation with his friend Peter. I don't know if it's earlier in the episode. Yeah, he, he talks he, about he, how I've been trying to get Peter on the line. Peter to talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to like talk it. to him. He's been, you know, busy avoiding me, that, avoiding me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I think that's why Peter yeah, found out and he's yeah. like, I, I, I don't want to lie to this guy, but I don't want to tell him either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's part of it. But I don't think but he doesn't recognize that at the moment. He's and I feel for this guy at this point. I'm like, finally, he's mad. It's what everyone 
not everyone, but that's one of the nightmares of what you have, right? Being the last to know of something that's so intimate. Yeah. That everyone else knew but you. You know, the feeling like everything's been a lie in a way. Yeah. And what do you feel like? You feel like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to feel that way. No matter whether it's true or not, should he have known? Who knows? But it doesn't change the fact that that's how he's going to feel. Like, oh my God, all of you knew. And I'm here like a moron being Mr. Dad, being the good husband in his mind, dealing with the abortion, dealing with her being never home. All this time she's fucking some other guy when he's never home. I have to watch porn to get off. I'm not fucking somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'm horny. I'm handling my business, but I'm being the good husband, right? I'm taking care of the kids. I'm taking care of the house. Yeah, we're not intimate, but I handle it. You're having a love affair and then you leave me and all of you people knew this was coming and then warned me, F all of you. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and also like that reminds me of beautiful seeing the George Clooney and uh, this movie in Hawaii. Wife, you know, has some issue, he runs down and all the friend knows that his wife was having an affair. Mm. You know, again, that, you know, that type of, what? You, you my friend, you knew? And, and you can't and nah but yeah we know and that's you know powerful scenes powerful drama and, and thing that really happened in real life i think you said it you know like peter was not wanting to tell it but not wanting to you know to hurt and, and, and but not wanting to lie to him either so he's like i'm just trying to avoid this dude because i can't really decide what's what's better or worse in this situation right and peter's probably a guy who can't keep his mouth shut anyway because you see he talks about everything <laughs> right so he's probably like I, I, i'm gonna say by accident like i can't be around this dude i don't want to say anything yeah um and i know this dude he can't handle it like if he knows the dude like we were getting to know him he's probably like i can't tell him this is gonna devastate him like he can't handle this maybe you know like sometimes you have friends like you're like oh my god i, I don't want to be the one to tell him like oh jesus he's gonna be he's doing everything he thinks he's doing right but oh my god she's really having a good time and oh he, if only he knew it's a tough situation. And also, I don't know how good of a friendship they have. Sorry to say. Mm -hmm. Are they yeah. casual friends? Are they best friends? Are they just hanging out every few months having dinner friends? It's hard to say. But it's clear that... What's his name again, the husband? Peter. He, no, uh, not Peter, but the... Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. It's clear he doesn't have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. That you can you can clearly say... It, part of it is because, again, his background. where He, he left a community which which is very closed and he's joined the uh, you know secular world if you will at a very late stage in his life so he doesn't have the he didn't bring the childhood friends and all that stuff at least that's what it seems to to be the case so this is the people he's reaching out to and they have this crazy marriage and they knew about it so i think at the last scene you really see in my opinion in his body language and him destroying something that he's really alone like the alone and sorrow that I said the, uh, earlier, he went from anger to back to anger with extreme sorrow and loneliness. That That's still there at the very end in the last scene with his daughter looking at him from the, yeah. from the distance. He's alone and, and, and he has to deal with, with the daughter alone now. And, and he has a special bond, you know, and, you know, I have a son and, and, and I was in a situation where Actually, I had some some emotional drama, and, and and when you have emotional drama and you have a, have a kid, you have to take care of them. And, and and of course, he's good at that. Like, 
taking care of someone and not showing emotion. So, you know, you know, we, we don't like Ava is not really interacting. She's sleeping most of, of, of the episode, but just the fact that she's there and, and now you're stuck and then you have to explain to your daughter that the mother left and, you know, like, and, and, and I, I know this emotion when, you, when your father and, and your kid is there and you want to help them, but you are, you, you're trying to, you know, maintain, like maybe he's trying like fit of rage. Maybe he want, wants to cry. Maybe he wants to, what you know, and he just has to be like, okay, now I have to take care of the kid, which is at least one positive thing to do to distract him from all the feelings that he has, but it's not easy, right? And yeah, instead of getting an opportunity to be human and just feel something, he has to pause it and yeah. put the dad hat on, which is it's extraordinary. Not everyone is able to do that. I think it's really the beginning of a, uh, it's, it's a new beginning that we don't notice because mm -hmm. For better or worse, she finally got to do what she really wanted to do, and he finally got to hear it, right? All of the years, you could tell it was all under the surface, and now it's out. For, yeah. and, and now he has to deal with it, and we're going to find out in the next episode how he does it, and she has to deal with it too, which we're going to find out in episode three. So both of them are out there. It's real. It's no longer what she's thinking, what she's feeling. He's not thinking and feeling and holding it. It's yeah. out and the doors are wide open and then that leads to a really, really fascinating episode three. So that's my thoughts on episode two. So for those watching, if you have not, if you're only up to episode two and you're listening to this podcast, maybe in order, you really will be intrigued by episode three. It only gets better from here. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a slow creeper in episode three. Very, very good. Uh, last thing I want to say is the, um, you know, the cinematography of the entry shots, you know, you see the, you know, a lot of shots are, are, are very close interior shots, just dialogue, just amazing acting. And then you have a little bit of breather of, you know, seeing the house from outside and the snow and, and, and you, know, you know, just to give you like that feel like, you know, I, I think, you know, we don't talk enough about uh, Hagi Levy, which is uh, probably Jewish from Israel, the writer of this, this new uh, installment and the director. So, very very brilliant directing and writing every episode so far we'll talk about the the, the new ones uh, in the next podcast just go ahead stevens yeah just an amazing amazing uh, artist now i was going to simply agree with you I, I think you're right i i remember for some reason it stuck with me when she goes to the the uber i guess or the taxi i don't know if you remember it's all white snow right and then she goes through and she's clearing the path and she's just dragging her stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and gets into the car, and then the guy kind of gets out the car, and he steps out. It's cold, right? He just steps out and stares as he watches her go. And that, to me, that was like so heartbreaking to watch. Like, it's like it's real. It's happening. She's 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 leaving. This is it. I, you know, remember he tried to hold her back, and as he's watching in complete disbelief, he's like, I can't believe this is happening. He probably blacked out. He probably doesn't remember. That's how traumatic of a scene that is. All right, so thanks again for episode two, Stevens, and see you in episode three. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We had fun doing it. If you had fun listening, make sure to share with your friends. If this is your first time here, welcome. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Join us next episode where we review scene three, The Veil of Tears, from HBO Scenes from a Marriage. Thanks again for listening.